Welcome to 9 to 5 Mac Daily for Monday, October 16th, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. Leading off today, a new iPad mini is widely rumored to be coming as soon as sometime this month, and a new rumor this week offers additional details on what could be new with the 7th generation iPad mini. According to a new rumor posted on Weibo, the iPad mini 7 will address one of the weakest points of the current iPad mini, which is the display. The rumor says that Apple has changed the screen assembly direction on the iPad mini 7 to address what's often described as jelly scrolling. Shortly after the iPad mini 6 was released, a number of users complained of this jelly scrolling problem. Jelly scrolling is when half of a device's display refreshes noticeably slower than the other half, resulting in a sort of wobble effect, hence the jelly scrolling name. Apple has also even been hit with a class action lawsuit alleging that the iPad Mini 6 is oftentimes made unusable by this display defect. So this rumor says that updating the iPad Mini 7's display is one of Apple's focuses, even though it doesn't plan to increase the refresh rate to 120Hz for ProMotion. Instead, it'll be an updated version of the current panel with a redesigned display assembly structure to address the problem. The rumor also says the iPad Mini 7 will feature an upgraded front-facing camera and the A16 Bionic chip on the inside. The current iPad Mini 6 is powered by the A15. The new iPad Mini could be announced as soon as sometime this week, but we'll have to wait for Apple's press release to know for sure. In other news today, while Apple prepares for the rollout of Vision Pro in early 2024, the company's product teams are already focused on next-generation versions. Bloomberg reports that Apple is prioritizing the development of a cheaper version of Vision Pro at the expense of other initiatives like its augmented reality glasses project. Bloomberg says that Apple is aiming for a price point between $1,500 and $2,500 for its lower-cost Vision Pro alternative, and one of the ways Apple will save on price is apparently by removing the EyeSight feature that uses an external OLED display to provide a rendering of the user's facial expression to other people. The EyeSight feature is a good candidate for cost-cutting, because the feature does almost nothing to benefit the person actually wearing Vision Pro. Instead, it's meant to help other people in the room be aware of what the Vision Pro user is doing. So, for instance, when a Vision Pro user is in an immersive experience, the EyeSight display clouds over. But when the user is looking at the pass-through video of the outside world, EyeSight renders the user's eyes. EyeSight is achieved by projecting a three-dimensional rendering of the user's face and eyes onto the external curved OLED display. The OLED display is framed in lenticular glass to help provide the illusion of depth. The Vision Pro continuously tracks its position in relation to other people in the room, and it renders the corresponding perspective of the user's eyes onto the EyeSight display. But all of that technology comes at a price, so removing EyeSight would be one of the easiest ways for Apple to significantly cut the cost of Vision Pro. Bloomberg also says that Apple is developing a second-generation, high-end version of Vision Pro as well, and a major focus of that device will be on finding ways to make it lighter and more comfortable to wear, while also improving performance. 
So to recap, Apple is putting its augmented reality glasses project on the back burner, working on a more affordable version of a vision product without eyesight, and working on its more expensive, higher-end Vision Pro 2 that's more comfortable to wear. And rounding out today, Apple's newest iPhone 15 lineup is apparently not selling all that well in China. According to new analyst data from Bloomberg, there's been a decline in iPhone 15 sales during its first 17 days of availability compared to the same time period of the iPhone 14 last year, with that decline coming in at around 4.5%. And that may not seem like a lot, but at Apple scale, that equates to millions of fewer devices being sold. The analysts attribute the downturn in sales performance to an ongoing weakness in consumer demand and strong competition in China from domestic rivals like Huawei. Huawei has reportedly beaten Apple to now become the best-selling smartphone manufacturer in the greater China region, and that trend is expected to now continue through 2024. China has embraced the recent launch of the Mate 60 Pro flagship, in spite of United States sanctions placed on Huawei. China has also banned government officials from using iPhones in the workplace, citing a security risk, which some analysts say have tarnished Apple's reputation in the Chinese culture. Apple is set to report its quarterly earnings on November 2nd, which covers the sales period from July to September, and that includes the first week of iPhone 15 sales. Investors will be anxious to see how the reported revenue from the iPhone business compares to the previous years, especially as we head into the important holiday shopping season, which is always a big time for iPhone sales and upgrades. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on Twitter, Mastodon, or Threads at Chance H. Miller, and we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.